Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to excel and do well. This is Abby. This is Isabella. A reminder, listeners, you can listen to us live on the air. Phone number is 407-582. I know I'm laughing. Um, 2906. You can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuit's Facebook live chat. All right. Coming up this episode of the Intern Whisperer Live, we have end of the semester looking for internships. Sign up with Intern Pursuit or contact Isabella at Isabella at InternPursuit.tech. And hashtag what I learned. Our guest, Sarah Connor, international student from Columbia. Welcome. All right. Well, this is actually, we're missing um, a few things that I just noticed that I had on the previous show notes. So um, I'm just going to go back up um, one. So Intern Pursuit is going to be at the Pizza Palooza this Saturday from noon until four it is all the biggest pizza this is for real the biggest pizza festival ever in the world they're going for the uh ripley's believe it or not or whatever that that book is the guinness book of records that's what it is and they want to have 1500 or more people fed by with pizzas so all of these different pizza vendors are coming in. This isn't in the show notes, so you're, I don't know. You're looking for something that's not there. It's in the head. <laughs> so anyway, um, this is where Interim Pursuit will be there, and I'm going to be there. And if you want to sign up, you want to come and meet us, we're going to have a little bit of some games going on and our coloring pages from the uh, books going up. So now it's like, how can people find us on our social feed, right, Abby? Yes. I am so glad to have you back here with me. Oh, I have missed you I'm these last two episodes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So, Intern Pursuit. You can find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, and YouTube. And you can find Intern Pursuit the Game on Facebook and Twitter. And, again, you can listen to us live on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow the Intern Whisper. Um, we are also on five podcast channels, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. So people can listen to us there, and you can watch us on Facebook Live. Um, go to Interim Pursuit, and the phone number again is 407-582-2906, and you can chat with us online through Facebook's live chat. All right, it's time for our first patron of the night, RB Advisory. RB Advisory offers cybersecurity services to businesses worldwide. They are security specialists for, for cloud computer network and compliance issues. RB Advisory addresses active threats to organizations, patching network vulnerabilities, sorry, and preventing future attacks to your business and information. Their website is rbadvisoryllc.com. Thank you, RB Advisory, for being a patron of the Intern Whisperer. Okay, so this is where I see I put the Pizza Palooza information. I put it down here, right. just so you know. So people can come again. It's on Church Street, uh, downtown Orlando, from noon until 4. All of the pizza that you can possibly imagine will be there. And it's being hosted by Grand Openings. They are one of the startup companies out of Starter Studio. Um, and Grazi. So if you're looking for a job as a server, you want to come and sign up with Grazi. Uh, another startup from Class 10. So they're my, my friends, and we will be there also, Interim Pursuit. So they invited us to the event. We are inviting students and employers to sign up as early adopter men members at the event. And if you want to join our startup team and be part of the Interim Pursuit influencer team or brand ambassadors, go to internpursuit.tech forward slash careers, and you can look at the job descriptions. Um, and we invite employers of all types and sizes to be a part of our Early Adopter Beta Program. There's only two more spots. Um, early Adopter employers will be accepted to participate, and you can contact me, Isabella, at internpursuit.tech for more information. Okay, you're up, Abby. All right, well, our guest tonight is Sarah Cannon. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited about being here and sharing my experience with you. So thank you so much for inviting me. And a special shout out for our new guest, also Carter. Okay. Thank you. Hi. I, uh, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So he, he's a drop-in one for today. So this is yep. pretty cool. Sarah was planned. And um, Sarah's family is going to be listening to the show. They've been liking our Facebook page. Oh, and really? yeah, so we should have a, a mm -hmm. they'll enjoy the show when they get to hear it. 
Um, all right, so go ahead and dig uh, in. Let's start easy. Sarah, okay. uh, what degree are you pursuing in college or university when you return to Colombia? Um, so actually, I've been studying international business um, during five semesters. So when I go back to my home country, I will do another three semesters, and then I will get my bachelor's degree in international business. You know what? Just for fun, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can actually go to my Facebook Live. Okay. <laughs> just for the fun on the intern uh, pursuit page. So we'll just see, because maybe I can do Facebook Live through here. I just thought about that one. I've got to find it. Anyway, keep going. Hey, Carter, <laughs> go and throw the next question down. Okay, cool. Uh, so how is college different in Colombia from the United States? Well, we have to start by the fact that we don't have college in Colombia. So we have high school and then university. We don't have that in between or okay. that place where you can go and do like your general subjects before going to the university. So university is pretty much like college. Um, it's normally five years long, depending on your major. Some of them are four, and medicine is a little bit longer, right. of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's also very challenging, and um, you get to choose your subjects, but they have certain limits. You can't uh, get less than three you can you can take less than three subjects per per semester, um, but I've noticed that here in the U.S. colleges or universities have a lot more events going on and activities and clubs and organizations. You always see something going on. Unfortunately, back home we don't have that much clubs, organizations, or places where students can get that involved. So that's actually one of my goals when I go back home, kind of teach them or create new clubs so that people can be involved in campus and improve their leadership skills. I have a question. Why is it that, because that's interesting, that's what Diana was saying too, that people just like go to school and then exactly. that's it. But why is it that there's not a lot of engagement or activities for college students? Do you have any idea? Well, I don't know. I'll say maybe budget um, mm. because, you know, like it's not cheap or it's not easy to sponsor a lot of clubs and organizations, right? So maybe it's budget. And also, as it is pretty strict, especially public schools are really hard to handle. Mm. So maybe students just go and study and study and then they don't have that much energy to go to clubs. Mm, that's yeah. true. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, why did you choose Valencia College for your study abroad opportunity? Um, actually, I didn't choose Valencia. Um, the U.S. Department of State, who is sponsoring me in this scholarship, um, shows for me. I just picked up my major, and then they placed me in Valencia College. But I'm glad they did, because I actually like a lot Valencia College. So you have to apply to some program mm -hmm. to be able to be selected to come to, in this case, Valencia. I, are there other colleges, do you know, that you can select from? Or is it like they're matching you up? So the program already has a certain number of colleges that they work with or they work together. So the only one that they work with in Florida is Valencia College. Mm. But they have other colleges like in Arizona and uh, Boston, Virginia, different oh. different cities, yes. Okay, states. now curious, is that how you ended up going to those cities because they have the same program? Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we won't tell our listeners all of that just yet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hold on to that one. But okay. now you kind of help connect the dots for me, and I understand why the trips are planned. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, next question is exactly that. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly uh, timed. What places that you went to uh, during the Valencia program? Well, um the first time I traveled outside Orlando was Miami. I went just two days with my friends from the same program, from the community college initiative program. Right. 
Then I went to Atlanta as a delegate for Marilunari Nations. I was representing Albania, and um, we were awarded as honorable delegation there. So wait, you're representing cool. Albania? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's not Colombia. <laughs> no, I mean uh, when you I'm do <laughs> when you do Marilunari Nations. They give you certain country to represent. It's not like you choose your country, your okay. own country. They give you one. Then you research about that country, and then you go there and you talk about different topics. So in my case, uh, I was a delegate for Albania in natural resources and um, natural disasters um, prevention. Yes. Yeah. And reliefs. Yeah. So I was talking about what Albania is going through, they have a lot of floods and uh, yeah. problems with natural disasters. So we had to go there and negotiate or discuss with other delegates about how all the different countries can work together and solve the problem. So that's pretty much it. So that's even more interesting because, <laughs> and I'm going to jump in. Maybe that's going to be your question too, but I'll, I'll let this one be mine and then I'll give you guys a turn. So do they have adults that are part of the delegate system so that they're guiding you through this process? I would think that you have to have somebody that knows how it's really done in the United Nations to be able to mirror some kind of a an Yeah, impact. so Valencia College has the Modern United Nations Club. So I joined the club and we met every week and we kind of learned how it works. And once we were there, they have the council, the chairs, the directors of the model, and they guide us through through the committees. And they give us certain workshops about the rules, the procedures, yeah. Okay, now you guys can ask questions. Because, like, I have more. <laughs> but actually, sorry. Uh, so, I mean, I was mentioning the cities I visited. So, Atlanta. Then I went to Las Vegas, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego. Then in uh, January, the U.S. Department of State took us to Arizona to be in a Pathways to Success program. So we received skill shops, and um, we went to the Grand Canyon, Antelope Canyon, and we did a lot of activities to improve our leadership skills and our action planning. And then um, in winter break, I visited Boston, Washington, and New York. And Go Harvard and oh, MIT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love traveling. That's why. Yeah. How many places can you see in one year being in a program? Seriously. Yeah, like <laughs> all the states. Uh, been to a lot of them, but not all of them. Okay, you had a question. Oh, I was just curious about the, like, United Nations thing. Like, is it, like, official? Like, is it something where people in power in other countries are listening, or is it more of, like, a mock trial thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's more like a mock. Okay. I mean, it's not like we're actually doing something for the country, but it's a way to learn how it works mm -hmm. so right. that we can be leaders and we can have certain voice in our countries about the issues. And then when we hear or we see that the delegates of our countries are really meeting, we kind of have an idea of what they're doing and mm -hmm. how maybe we can impact their decisions. So it's pretty much like a leadership it's approach. a leadership program right, for yeah. sure yeah. yeah i get so that, that. We, yeah so that we can learn how to be diplomatic and things like that that's really interesting and think how hard it has to be to learn about another country you know and be able oh. to <laughs> be that advocate for it i don't even yeah. feel like i know enough about my country yeah Oh my gosh, yeah. So guided conversations. That that's amazing. I'm very impressed with that. Okay, you're perfect for that because I know that that's something that you would be when I say I know, I've only known you for a short time, but I absolutely see you going into that kind of a path. I could see you being like way up there and being some kind of a, you know, not a politician but an advocate, you know, somebody that's there to change change a lot of policies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. What's up? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, because I don't have my phone notes open. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, Cardi, you want to go ahead and ask the next question? Yeah, sure. Uh, so what degree or certificate will you receive? So from Valencia, yeah, from yeah, yeah I get it. So I'm pursuing three technical certificates in business management. One of them is entrepreneurship. The other one is international business specialist, and then the other one is business specialist. So one of the companies that she um, she got matched to is a cybersecurity company, and mm -hmm. she's been working with our one of our patrons, RV Advisory. RV Advisory. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's pretty pretty fun because she's getting to experience entrepreneurship, cybersecurity, which is a global issue for sure. I would oh. think among all countries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and then um, this is a woman-owned com company also. I don't think you ever got to meet Regine, um, but you had phone conversations. It's really Mitchell. We're going to be having a call. Um, I'm going to have a meeting with her next week. Okay. Yeah. So more coming here but they love what you and Helmy have been doing oh, and nobody you. knows what what it tell us tell our listeners what you've been learning in your internship with rv advisory so i'm a marketing intern so basically i plan the content posts and strategy um, so we create content to post on social media especially linkedin so we do uh, we create a file every week where we post uh, our ideas or our projects that we think we should post during that week. And we basically break it down in topics. So, for example, on Wednesday we have Wisdom Wednesday and we share pro tips like change your password every six months at least or back up your data, things like that. Like people can feel related or identified with and we've been sharing it all this month and we've received really good uh, reactions to what we're doing mm -hmm. and I've learned a lot actually because my knowledge in marketing um, is not I mean I don't have that I didn't have that hand on experience with marketing all I knew was the theory I had in class right mm -hmm. But when it comes to the real life and working for a real company, I've learned a lot about headlines and how to manage hashtags. Thanks to Isabella that taught me a lot about it. About it. And um, thanks to my internship with RB Advisory, I've been able to improve my leadership skills, communication skills, which I think is really important. And teamwork is also vital in what we're doing. So one of the things that I had taught Helmy, and just so you guys know, Helmy, who's going to be on the show next week, um, and Sarah, is how to, they had to prepare articles that were going to be posted on the blog page. Then they created posts mm -hmm. that would be used on the social channels. They had to create the headlines, a hashtag formula. We talked about how to do that because that's how you use those hashtags to pull your audience in. They learned to create buyer personas so they would know who they are supposed to be targeting um, and how those hashtags relate to those particular audience. And then they had to create an image or use royalty-free images, put it all together, let the client go and approve it all, and then mm. it got loaded into yeah. the social feed. So it was a process, and that's what they've been working on this whole time. And then it's measuring the results. Um, that's something that I'm going to be talking with Mitchell about. We're supposed to have a call tomorrow. And then putting it together in a report so that you can see the results, the fruit of all of that. But it definitely has increased engagement. You've seen that. So that's uh, what she's been learning. That's more of an inbound marketing method because you post either articles or ebooks or white papers, anything like that that would uh, encourage your people out there that want to know more about the topic that you're posting. Mm -hmm and be able to learn more and then contact that company to uh, to be able to um, get more information and hopefully hire hire us. So I know that it works um, just out of, and that increases the SEO. Um, somebody had, I've had two people contact me this week based on business plans, the things that we use here in our hashtags, and they said that's how they also found me too is based on, using a really good hashtag formula. It helps boost the uh, company's website up there and people can find you. 
So if I get this business plan, it would be writing one in Osceola County for land development, which mm -hmm. is like millions of dollars. So that would be a pretty cool thing. I haven't done that yet before, so <laughs> I'd like to do it. Interesting. Uh, you were talking about some skills that you picked up working with uh, RB Advisory. How do you think these will benefit you moving forward in your career? So my main goal is to become a CEO and be the president of a company and later on have my own company. So learning about marketing, time management, also improving my, my communication skills, I think it's really important when doing that, that role. Of course. Mm -hmm. So as a CEO, of course, I have to know how to communicate my company culture with all the stakeholders, how to get their attention, how to maintain and retain my employees and things like that. So I think communication is is key in that in that career. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's always about communication. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. It sure is. All right. So let me see where are we? Uh, okay. Uh, what advice would you give a student that's seeking an internship? Whether it's here in the United States or in Colombia. Maybe it's the same. I don't know. Um, it's not exactly the same, but I'll give some general tips. So <laughs> I think it's really important to seek for help in career centers or people that can really provide you feedback when doing your resume or your CV and knowing yourself and being honest with what you know and you don't know. So please don't lie on your resumes. Please don't lie on your CVs. Be honest and um, be prepared for the interviews and be advised that whatever you say on your resume, the company is going to test you in the skills you, you said you have. So I recommend students to be honest with themselves, build a really good resume and CV because that's the first impression you give to employers. And also, in my case, while being an international student with a student visa here in the U.S., it's not easy to get an internship with huge or, well, large companies because they require either citizenship or other type of visa, and it's really hard, and it's a really long process. So I'd say if you're an international student with a student visa, try to look for small businesses and that way you can learn a lot because you work uh, pretty close to the CEOs of the business mm -hmm. and they have all the experience about startups and how they started the company. So I think that's really beneficial for a student to have that experience in knowing how to start a new company. In my case, that is, that's one of my goals. So I will say look for small businesses. Don't focus just on the famous companies. Mm. And um, I'll say be very motivated like, and patient with the process. It's not like, easy to get an internship. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take minutes. It takes days and weeks. And I think LinkedIn is a really good tool. Mm -hmm. It helped me a lot. So as the resume, well. don't you think it needs to match what's on LinkedIn? Yes, right? exactly. That would be mm -hmm. a really good tip too. <laughs> like use a real picture of yourself on there. Build a up your skills. Professional picture. <laughs> yes, a professional looking picture. It could be phone something taken on your phone, but it, you just don't want it to be like. A selfie at the beach. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, not not the picture you want to have on LinkedIn. But that's uh, those are really good tips. Really good tips. Now, how would an internship be different in your country versus here in the United States? Uh, I think my perspective of internships here in the U.S. is different because I did it basically with the guidance of my program, so it had certain uh, differences. So here, I got the opportunity to do two internships. In Colombia, when you're doing your internship at the university, you just can't do it once in your entire life. Wow, that's yes. harsh. Oh, my God. <laughs> just one, and that's it. You can do more. That like means, wow. Yeah. Well, you mean for, like, for credit, right? 
Yes. And I mean, if you have a contract, you can't have more than one um, internship contract or we call it um, learning contract. Mm -hmm. So you can't have more than one. Like in general? Mm -hmm. oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it's kind of complicated. Mm -hmm. So let's say you do your internship while you're doing, let's say, your technical certificates. Mm -hmm. Then when you're in the university, it's going to be a little bit hard to get the internship because you already had one while doing your technical certificates. So you will have to work to have a different kind of contract and like kind of negotiate with the internship center and see how you can figure it out and receive some credits from it. If it's it. a but different it's position, does like a different title, then it's that's what makes it different? Yeah, I mean, even if it's a different position, if you already had an internship, to be able to receive credits for a different one is going to be pretty difficult. Hmm. And that's, uh, that's really tough because now what I've experienced is that students are taking two, three, sometimes four internships. And they do that because they want to experience different things. They come in first, they go, I have no idea what to experience in an internship. And they try that out. But then they begin to get a little bit more focused. What I would suggest is that you first you really need to understand yourself where does your energy come from and I've said this before I know Abby's heard me say this um, do you get your energy from people or is it from sitting you know at the computer and processing things internally in your head you need to know what you are super passionate about because you know what you guys you two it's film right and you really enjoy that and games for you also Carter so when you're really passionate about that, you have to see what industries can you take that one one thing that you really love, and in her case, international business, she can take that to anything. It, it would apply to the medical industry. It would apply to legal. It would apply to anything she wants to go to. But if you try to take gaming into that space of like a law firm or put it into um, hospitality, you have to think how is that game going to be different it's going to have to be a serious game it's going to be a learning game it's not necessarily an inter entertainment game right, but yeah. the thing that you've done is with films is the same thing you can create videos that are focused around learning and when you do that you can go into any industry you want yeah just because there's always training make your you know art or whatever generic enough to kind of fill in any spot it needs mm -hmm. to or specialize in something that you know you could profit off of yeah, and if you focus it so that there's a business purpose for it, then it makes sense to, because now our trends make sense to the employer or to the market that you're trying to get into. You look at what games are now. They're creating, like, virtual reality and augmented reality and being able to use that as a way to train employees faster so that now you're going to make a good decision. You know, yes, I want to go into the legal field. Yes, I love being in front of, um, you know, a judge and going and, and arguing cases. Not everybody likes that. Some people will choose, no, I want to be in probate, where it's just like, you know, a nine-to-five job. And if you don't love law, then you don't want to pick that because you can lose your you can lose your license if you mess up really bad and you get yeah. sued. Then <laughs> you don't have it. So you have to think about a lot of factors and mm -hmm. decide, do I like the people in there? Do I like the job itself? Do I like the culture that's around it? Do I like dressing the way that I have to dress for this profession? You know, there's a lot to consider. So that's really, it's a horrible thing that you can't have more than one internship, mm -hmm. I think, in your country. And I hope that this helps. You haven't had an internship, right? No. Okay, so you got to experience some things. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Nice. Yeah. So you can, I did not know that when she was telling me that. That's really That's interesting. Really interesting. Mm, yeah. So um, it's time for our second patron of the night. All right, so we're going to play a little transition music. Uh, Simplicity Solutions is our second patron of the night. Uh, Simplicity Solutions Group specializes in web design, development, hybrid mobile, and custom web apps built on proprietary application framework. They help businesses thrive in the digital age from web design to records management software. Their website is simplicitysolutionsgroup.com. 
Thank you, Simplicity Solutions Group, for being a patron of the Intern Whisperer Live. Thank you, Simplicity <laughs> Solutions. Yeah, we love them. As a matter of fact, uh, John Fairful, one of the owners of the company, he's going to be a guest on our show. Oh, uh, I think it's in two weeks. Interesting indeed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to let you do this question. Moving on. All right. Okay. Who are one or maybe three great individuals, leaders, or mentors that you admire and have influenced your life or thinking? Okay. Why is that? I'm pretty sure we, we know that there's going to be at least a family reference here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a really, um, it's kind of um, tough because I have a lot of individuals that have influenced my life. So Isabel is one of them. No, oh, thank yeah, you. She has taught me a lot during my internship. <laughs> and I feel uh, glad that I've had the opportunity to do my internship with uh, with women as my supervisors because that's like really inspiring for me as I want to be a supervisor in the future. So that's really nice. And of course my parents, I mean, in my case, I was born when my, when my mom was just 18 years old. Wow. And my dad was- She was um, a child. Yes. Not really. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen them thrive and struggle and for them to be able to rise me up when being from a low resources neighborhood or family and they they were really young so they've had to work super hard to give me all I need and that's like my best example of life and hard and hard working and the last one is my aunt she's called Marta I hope she's going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. She owns her own clothes store. And the clothes are not like basic clothes. They're like really nice brands and really nice clothes. She's been working. She first worked with that store. That store has been open for around 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. And she has owned it for... I guess 10 years approximately. And she's great. I admire her so much. She's a really hard worker. She has so her So she's an entrepreneur. Yes, she is. And um, and she's been able to improve and um, get out of that poor conditions, let's say, that uh, the family left before. And so that's amazing. Are, do your parents have, um, are they business owners also? No, they they work. For um, other employers? Yes, for yeah. other employers, yeah. Well, and what are your parents' names? John is my dad, and Surle is my mom. Okay, so a mm -hmm. little shout-out for the mom and dad. <laughs> do you have uh, brothers or sisters? No, I'm only child. Oh, wow, no pressure. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> okay, so that must have been really hard for your parents to have you gone for this a year. Yeah, especially for my mom. My dad is a little bit, um, like, cooler with it. But uh, my mom is more attached to me, I'll say. Yes. I mean, she's my mom. Moms are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, you... They carried you, you know, yeah. so yeah, they're going to be so a lot more protected. She's like, oh my God. So as a matter of fact, I'm going back home in 14 days. Oh, really? Yes. She goes at the end of this month, they all go home. Mm -hmm. So my mom is like, oh my God, I already know what I'm going to do. I'm looking forward to it. Like every day we talk about it and what we're going to do when I go home. There's going to be a party when you come home, right? Yes, kind of. And I'm <laughs> going to eat. <laughs> I'm going to eat a lot. That's like Ooh. the mango. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be a party. Maybe even a limousine picking you oh, up at wow. the airport. No. One, <laughs> not one, <laughs> like <laughs> okay. But Uber, Uber Black or, Uber, you know, Lyft Black, whatever. <laughs> yeah, one of those things. That is really, really nice. So what is, uh, because you, sh you shared that, but why would you say that your mom and dad, what were the, the characteristics, the values, whatever it is that they gave you that's really impacted your life? Their honesty. Ah. So it's pretty unfortunate that due to the conditions people uh, have in uh, undeveloped countries. So... 
most of like well not most of them but some people that have been going through hard times hard times they choose to steal they choose to you know do things that are not okay um but my parents have taught me to be honest and not to steal not to do um illegal things and to be always um how can i say that like a good citizen a good person mm. so they taught me that it is better to eat eggs and rice but you have in your mind that you got them with a uh, honest work than being eating caviar but you 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 know that you got it because you sold drugs or you stole from somebody mm. and that's like the biggest takeaway from them that's nice that's nice. I really wanted to push that one a little bit more because, you know, that that's a good lesson. Yeah. Yes, and hard work is, is everything. I think that's the, uh, the thing that you've always shared about your family, too. Yeah. 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 Especially my mom. Yeah. You have crazy respect. Carter, how about you? Oh, my parents are incredible people. Like... Are you an only child also? No, I have, okay. a, I have an older sibling, but okay. it's kind of nice because... They're more like the you know the test run, and then they they perfect it on the second kid, you know. So. <laughs> so it's a little bit easier on you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I definitely got it easier growing up, but my parents have like, I feel like they really like did a good job parenting. You know, I mean they were strict, but they still let me like you know live life and like learn my own lessons too. You know, they aren't they weren't super controlling, but they also mm -hmm. cared a lot, and. uh Anytime, you know, I've ever had, like, you know, needs or whatever, like, they are right there try, trying to support me with whatever I want to do, and I really appreciate them. All right, and what are your parents' names? Uh, Robert and Michelle. All right, so it's always nice to give, you know, names to them, so we know who they are. Very nice, yeah. So we're doing a little uh, kumbaya moment here for the parents yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to appreciate them. That's always a nice thing. All right, so moving on, kind of yep different direction what are the top three places to see in colombia okay i'm looking forward to this i've never <laughs> been to colombia have have either of you guys traveled to colombia no, nope. no but i hear the zip lining is amazing <laughs> so i'm putting that on the list even if sarah doesn't add it <laughs> okay so actually it's pretty hard to answer that because okay you can the give country more. is Fine. amazing and it's not just because i'm from there it's amazing and Every city has something to offer that is pretty good. So I'm going to start with my city, Medellin. I love it, <laughs> to be honest. So if you go to Medellin, you can go to botanical gardens. You can go to museums. If you like to party hard, <laughs> it's also a good place to do it. <laughs> um, the food is really good. People... In general, in all Colombia, is Keep really warm and mm -hmm. kind, and they welcome you, so you feel like appreciated. So Medellin is one of them. If you want to do the zip line, um, mm. you can go to. Well, there's a park in Medellin where you can do it. It's really nice, and it's uh, it's for free getting to the park. And to get to the park, um, you take a what we call metro cable which is a public transportation but it's like um it's in the air oh yeah it's, it's like cables. a sky yeah yeah, yeah. like at it's, disney world you know yeah. how you can travel across mm -hmm. the yeah i yeah. don't know what they're called so as like medellin is surrounded by mountains so to use bus to get to that park as it is in like Gondolas. on the top of the mountain it's pretty hard to get there by bus, so they have the Metro Cable, mm -hmm. and it's a really good experience. So also the capital, Bogota, they have the Monserrate Hill. It's a church, and you can walk up there. And, I mean, if you're Catholic, it's like a really... It's one of the best churches we have in Colombia. And also in Bogota, you find, like, it's a pretty dynamic city, you can also find really good food and a lot of entertainment stuff going on, concerts, uh, theme parks, and things like that. 
Can can is it possible to drink the water from the tap? I know that I can't do that in some countries. In Medellin, you can do it. Mm-hmm. In Bogota, I think you can do it al- as well. But in the more like rural um, sections, yeah, you can't. And also, unfortunately, in one of the most touristic places back home, San Andres Island, th- that island has a sea that is known as the Seven Color Sea. So it has like all different types of blue and green. It's pretty awesome. And it's cheap to go there. Super to go there than Cartagena, which is like Mm -hmm. a really famous place in Colombia. Yeah, so definitely Cartagena and San Andres are really good places to visit. But you can't drink from the the sink in those places. Yeah, You have to buy always. Yeah. Mm. Good to know. Good to Mm -hmm. know. So... Um, when you're going to these places, do you, I, I don't, I really don't know. Um, do I have to have my passport with me constantly? Because one of the things when I went to the Dominican Republic, I was visiting there, I had to carry it with me everywhere. I don't know if it was just to make sure it didn't get stolen, but there were, um, the police had machine guns and they were on the streets and that was normal in their country and so i'm wondering if it's because they could have asked me if i had my um passport and if people were smuggling also so i didn't know is that like how it is in colombia no uh you can i mean you need it in case you're going to a nightclub or Mm. some places that have a certain limit on the age you know like you have to show your id so that what's the driving age there and drinking age 18. 18 for both? Driving is 16. Okay. And um, drinking is 18. Ah. It's the same in Puerto Rico. Okay. Pretty much everywhere. In here, let's you drink with yeah. <laughs> yeah. It used to be 18 here in the United States. Yeah, they changed it, it to 21. To <laughs> yeah. I don't think it changes much. I mean, they're still doing it. If you're going to college, it's still happening. Uh, yeah, but not, you know publicly <laughs> exactly <laughs> not in the bars not not with the uh, regular legal ids that's for sure yeah <laughs> so what do you think are the best foods to eat over there you know that i told you i love arepas mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so so beside arepas bandeja paisa is just amazing and it's so big that i think three people can eat from it but you'll have to tell us what that is we have so, no idea um, it's beans, like so. Black beans, red. I'm already sold. Uh, I'm not sure how to how to call it here. I think it's red beans. Like okay, yeah. It's um and it has rice, eggs, avocado, sausages, He's pulled happy. meat, pulled beef, chicharrón, which is pork. Like it's similar to bacon, but it's like thicker. It's like pork. Yeah, so like it has a lot of things there, a lot plantains, arepas. This it is has, all in one yeah, dish. Yeah, all all of it in one dish. Yes. Oh that's my what gosh. I'm saying like Every three Mexican people can eat them. Or, I guess <laughs> Colombian. There you go. Yeah. What's like Latin? Would that be like the best general term? Like, do you yes. is yeah. Central and South America all considered Latin? Is mm-hmm. that how we should refer to it in the United States? Yes. Yeah, and that America. includes Mexico, yeah, Puerto Rico, and Cuban. I think mm-hmm. the only place that doesn't apply to is Brazil, I think. It, I feel Latin is because of it's a Spanish-speaking country. Yeah, Brazil but I they think... They speak Portuguese, yeah. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, we also yeah, consider them like Latin. Yeah. It might I've be heard. just... I think yeah. Spain is not considered Latin. No, no Spain is not. It's Spain. Yeah. And, well, besides Bandeja Paisa, we have... Um, Sancocho. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) 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 Okay, so what is it? So it's a soap, and it has potatoes, cassava, meat, um, plantains as well, rice, and it's pretty nice. And. So it sounds like it's stew, stew. So it's hearty. It's thick. It's not mm-hmm. like it's, be- it's better than stew. It's not culture. It's really good. <laughs> you, should, you should have it. 
Yeah, it's All really right. good. Well, they're having an international um, event before they leave, and I've been invited to go. So I had asked, okay, is it going to be like a potluck and everybody's going to bring something? So um, that's what I was promised, and I'm hoping that I'll get to try a lot of these different foods because mm -hmm. next week it's Helmi. He's from Indonesia. Diana's from Indonesia. Um, she's from Colombia. Uh, Aziz is from Tunisia, and then there is Benjamin, who's from Cape Town, um, no, from the Ivory Coast. So I expect to try a lot of different type of foods. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, there's five different countries. That, well, no, one, two, three, four different countries represented um, that I get to work with, but they're also working with some of the clients. So it's really nice, yeah. All right. Well, I know we're coming to the end of our show, right? Yep, we sure enough are. So there we go. All right. So. Uh, oh, we're supposed to have transition music. I moved some stuff around <laughs> on you. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we'd like to thank Valencia Community College East Campus, our uh, station manager Q. We love you, Q. Thank you for everything you do. You're awesome. Our state-of-the-art social broadcasting studio. We have a great atmosphere, knowledgeable staff, fantastic environment to produce in, and we also have some pretty easy equipment that we can learn how to use. Yeah, today was one of those days. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so shout-outs. Um, all right, Abby, you go first. Well, as always, I would just like to give a quick shout-out to all my friends and family, everyone that tuned in to the show and is about to tune in. Yeah. Uh, we love your aunt and your mom <laughs> that listen to it. And yeah. My mom, the biggest fans that yeah. we have on the show. And also a big shout out to you, Sarah, and you, Carter. Thank you for Thank being you. on the show with us yes. today. It's been very pleasant. Um, Isabella. All right. So my shout out goes, of course, to the, our guests. Thank you for being here today. For you, I'm so glad oh. that you're back. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you're back. I really, really am. Yes. Um, to Q, also, thank you, Q, for uh, helping us so much, um, when it was especially when it was just me without any, any um, co-producers with me on the show. And then to the software team, to the game team, to Katrina, and to those that are going to be cycling out. But there's going to be new people coming in, so stay tuned. All right, so let's go over here to you, uh, Carter. I guess... My shout-outs would just be, you know, the normal list, parents, friends, whatever. Um, Abby, for introducing me to this whole setup. I'm really excited to uh, come back and do this more. Okay, so he's saying yes. Okay, so I now our listeners out. know we have a new co-host coming oh, in. Oh, okay. I thought that was out of the question. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, we just put him on the spot, so maybe not. It's okay. Oh, yeah, no, I... I thought that was like agreed upon already. Like I'm, there's I'm ready. A process, but yeah. Oh, there's a process. Oh, okay. yeah. This is I actually where we trials. test you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's always <laughs> an assessment to see if you're gonna like doing this, and I don't assume that you're gonna like doing it. So the offer was extended. It wasn't just an automatic. It was like you could have said no. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for the choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So welcome aboard. We're excited. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Sarah, we saved you for last so you can go and give lots of <laughs> shout-outs because I know you have lots of friends and family. Yeah, so, I mean, first of all, my parents, um, John, Surley, los amo mucho. So I'm going to speak Spanish for, for a little bit so that they can understand <laughs> yes. what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> um, muchas saludes a mis padres, como ya lo dije, los amo muchísimo. Muchas gracias por el apoyo, por todo el amor que siempre me dan. Gracias a mis tías, no digo el nombre porque son muchas, so me demoraría todo, todo el programa. A mis tías, a mis primos, a todos mis amigos que me han apoyado tanto en todo este proceso. Y a Neus también, saludos. Y no, a todos mis amigos y familiares que los quiero mucho. Yeah, that was nice. You acknowledged quite a few people there. All of your friends, yes, and your family there. Mm -hmm. Very nice. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, thank you again to all of our listeners for uh, listening and tuning in to our show. Um, be sure to come back next week. We'll have um, some additional new people coming on. And we, as always, want to say thank you to our listeners. Take us out, Abby. <laughs>